Leaders in Worship Podcast, Episode 30. Welcome back to the Leaders in Worship Podcast, the podcast to equip, connect, and develop leaders in worship ministry. We do this by equipping leaders with the right tools, connecting them with like-minded people and vision, and develop their ability to lead effectively. Well, thank you so much for being with us on another episode of the Leaders in Worship podcast. I'm Matt Perkins, and I'm your host, and I want to say thank you. And today's topic is, I'm not going to die this way. We are privileged to have Pastor Josh Wesley from Wesley Chapel, Florida. He's a worship pastor there, and he is going to be sharing his heart and testimony of what God has done in his life in the past year. It is amazing to see what God has done in his life and then hear the vision and the heart that he has for ministry and for people. We started out recording a couple days ago, and as I was listening back, I ended up, I wanted to split this into two different episodes. And so today our topic is, I'm not going to die this way. And then here shortly, we will be having the second topic uh, with Pastor Josh Wesley. And so you are going to want to share this, make sure people go and find it either on our website at leadersandworship.com. You can go directly to this episode and find the show notes at leadersandworship.com slash 030 for episode number 30. Uh, I'd also encourage you, like us on Facebook and spread the word on Facebook. You can find us facebook.com slash leadersinworship. Our Twitter handle is leaders, the letter N, worship. Well, also, if you find us on iTunes, uh, if you would take just a moment, leave us a starred rating or a written review, that will help as people are searching for more information on how they can be equipped as worship leaders. There's a couple events that are coming up just in the next few weeks. On September 3rd through the 6th, um, I'll be participating in the Experience Worship Conference that is being held at Disney World at the Contemporary Resort. The lineup for worship leaders and artists at this conference is unbelievable. Worship leader, songwriter, uh, Israel Houghton, Paul Balash, Tommy Walker, Phil Wickham, Uh, Gateway Worship, Elevation Worship. There are so many that are involved. If you can get to Orlando in September 3rd through the 6th, I would encourage you, or if you're in Florida, take a moment, go and register. You can find out more about the Experience Conference by going to experienceconference.com, and we have all of the links in the show notes, and you can find that. And then in October... October 2nd through the 4th is the Worship Facilities Conference. It's WFX, and uh, we have the link as well in the show notes, along with the Unite Worship Conference. The Worship Facilities Conference and the Unite Conference have partnered and teamed up together, and so I'll be teaching a couple sessions 
for the Unite Worship Conference, as well as in the leadership track for the Worship Facilities Conference. So that is being held in Dallas, Texas at the Convention Center. And so you can find out all the information and you can enter a promo code for the WFX Conference and you'll save $150 off the regular registration price just by putting in LIW 2013 and you can save $150. They've been so gracious to allow leaders in worship, listeners to receive $150 off of their registration just by entering that promo code LIW2013 and you can join us at the WFX conference. Well, at this time, we're going to go right to our conversation with Pastor Josh Wesley. And then following that, I'm going to share a couple things that are just on my heart, some new opportunities that we have with leaders in worship and some steps that you can take for change in your life. And so we'll share about those following our conversation with Pastor Josh Wesley. Let's go right now to that interview. Josh, thanks for being with us on the podcast today. Hey, man, it's an honor. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about your church, how long you've been there, what your role is? Well, um, I am the, uh, I'm at Victorious Life Church in Wesley Chapel, and yes, my name is Josh Wesley at Wesley Chapel, uh, great coinkydink, um, and I've been there for about 12 years. I'm currently the executive music pastor over all the music ministry of the church, so we have um, three different campuses right now. And on each campus, there's a Spanish and English campus. And um, we just have a lot of great, great, great potential. Currently, right now, we're, we're really working hard to create a house sound. So that's a house sound from children's to youth to adults. Um, and even trying to get a good blend between Spanish and English. Um, so that uh, when you come to a VLC service, you get the full uh, experience, no matter what language or age so it's a great uh, church. My pastor's Pastor Ed Russo. He is amazing. And when I say amazing, he is really a father to both me and my lady, uh, Leah, and um, just a father of the house. So that's how that's that's what it's like here at Wesley Chapel in my chapel, I like to say. Now, you have you've had a significant life change. And let me just tell our listeners, Josh is a great friend of mine, and uh, I am just really thankful for his friendship that we can just sit down and, and talk. If there's something that we need to just talk out, think through, we can call one another, and, and I appreciate that about Josh. Tell us a little bit about what's been going on in your life in this last year. Well, um, it's, it's been a crazy year for sure. In the beginning of September, no, January 2012, um, God really started to speak to me, and and when I say He spoke to me, um, it felt like it's just a drought season. Um, I had I was at the age of thirty one, and I felt like everything that I was supposed to do, I had already done in life. And my health, um, I was probably the biggest person you've ever seen that can move. <laughs> um, I'm a music pastor, so I can move across the stage. I get hype and jump and everything. <laughs> but if you looked at a brother and said he was 420 pounds, you know, 
I don't know, I look at the pictures now and it's just like, wow, you know how love covers a multitude of sins. It also covered a multitude of weight. And there's a lot of people that love me that just didn't even know I was that big. But I guess every chair that I sat in did. And um, I was just, <laughs> I was just hurting. Really, I found myself really depressed and uh, I started challenging myself and I just never could really get it until 31 um, January um when I was when I was at the age of 31, um, January 2012, and God started speaking to me again, and He said, "Hey, Josh, um, here's all the things that you that I have for you in ministry. Here's um, the people group that you're supposed to minister to. You're going to be this. You're going to be that." I was like, "Man, God is awesome. About time you start talking to a brother." And I was feeling <laughs> it. Then He said, "You're going to have beautiful babies with your wife." I was like, "Yes, Lord." Thank you, Jesus, for the babies that are coming and all this other stuff. And then it got real quiet. And I was like, all right, what else? I'm going to be the evangelist. I'm the next Reinhardt Bonkey or something. And uh, what happened, he said, but. I was like, all right, guys, getting ready to drop it on me. And uh, when he said that to me, he said, Josh, if you don't handle your weight, if you don't handle your health issues, I'm going to have to give your destiny away, your calling away, everything away. And by the time he started labeling all the things off away, he said, then I'm going to have to give your lady away. And when he said that, I'm bawling because, you know, I, I love the church. It's amazing. I love everything about the church. But um, my calling and passion is my wife. That's my number mm -hmm. one ministry. Yeah. And um, I, I couldn't, I, I that just ripped me up. So, um he said, handle it before the end of the year. So I, I did, and I started walking out the steps of going through um, food addictions, walking out the steps of um, looking at um, weight loss surgeries, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I finally did it, um, was it August 20-something? I started my pre-op diet August 13th, just a few days ago, um, wow. 2012. And uh, so pre-op diet, August 12th, 2012, I was 420 pounds, and by August 12th, the next year, 2013, I was able to be 214, so it dropped 206 pounds oh my in a gosh. year. And it's not just all surgery. Um, I did the um, gastric sleeve thing, but I work out just about every day, run keeper, swimming, lifting. I'm kind of a... I'm kind of a nerd about it right now, so that's what I do. Man, I tell you, I I just saw, just recently, I saw one of the pictures of just right before you started, or maybe it was the on the anniversary when you started mm -hmm. that pre-op. Yeah. And I I couldn't even believe it, man. It was just to see what you have accomplished in in your life. I mean, and and I will say... Um, for our our listeners, uh, yeah, this was not a you know get it done in a surgery and and go. You are putting in the work and you you are you are doing it. And I I am so proud of of just the determination of just saying I'm gonna see this happen in my life and this is what I'm gonna lay out. That that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's been awesome to see God do it in my life. But um, the day before my surgery, I told my wife, you know, we were in a hotel or at, in our, at a friend's house in San Diego. And um, 
I felt like God said, out yourself. I was like, okay, what does that mean? And he was like, you know, tell people your story. Tell people that you get what you're getting ready to do and post it on Facebook. Now, I have a lot of friends on Facebook. So I'm like, seriously, you want me to put my business out there? And my wife kind of stuttered because I've been so private about uh, my weight issues. And uh, I got up there and I told everybody I'm, I wasn't going to die this way. And they don't have to mm -hmm. die this way either. So I started journaling my process that day. And I'm telling you the amazing effects on me by just saying it out loud, holding myself accountable by public, by the public, holding, um, yeah. just taking the shame off. Cause so much of the weight issues was shame. Mm. And um, daring myself to really believe that I could do something and be something great and that I can change my life and the power of the Holy Spirit is available to me to not just change my community and change my choir, change the ministry, but to change myself. And um, right. it was awesome. Now, the result of that, when you put that out there, talk about some of the things, the response that you had from people as a result of that. Man, it will, if you went through my inbox on Facebook, you will find tons. I mean, I get five, six inboxes a week. Serious, you know, you know, the inbox that you first glance at and then you realize I need to go get me a cup of coffee so I can read this kind of inbox. Yeah. And all the stories of people that are saying, I can't, you know, because you said this, because you let it out. I can now do it myself and um, yeah. people that are really looking for help. And um, so I started being a resource to people and, and helping them. Um, I actually had uh, one of the youth in our church just yesterday came up to me and I thought I was getting punked or something. I was looking for Ashton, Ashton Kucher or something like that. And uh, he said, hey, oh, Pastor Jay. I was like, what's up, doc? He's like, can you give me some workout tips? I was like, <laughs> who are you talking to? And this is like an eight to 19 year old buff kid. He's like, give me some workout tips. You're a pro now. And I was like, are you serious? And he's like, no, seriously, I need some workout tips, like what to eat and stuff. Um, man, I, I was, it was crazy. Um, but what's happened is my influence, I thought, it, I thought people followed me. I thought I had a lot of people following me. I mean, I wasn't a bad leader. You know, they say if you're a leader and you're uh, you're out there um, and you find nobody behind you, you're just taking a walk. I wasn't really mm -hmm. taking a walk. I still had people behind me, but they were behind me in spite of me. They knew mm -hmm. my heart. They knew I love Jesus. They knew I loved them. But there was always that check when they looked at me and my body said I was undisciplined. And my body said that um, I probably had no physical um uh, uh, follow through and so on mm. and so forth. Um, it just really stopped short of people really being able to latch on to me because they knew looking at me, I looked like a sinking ship. Hmm. Uh, whether I knew it or not, you know, I was a brother that if I were to die at 420 pounds, people would cry at the funeral, but they would say, but did you see what that brother was eating? Is this a surprise that we're here? And, uh, so, so because of me outing myself, because of me talking to people, um, I, it's really given me energy and strength to continue to do what I do. Um, it's given me, I, I, have, I am addicted to freedom. Yeah. I'm addicted to living in freedom, and I'm addicted to seeing other people do the same thing. 
saying you got you got response from people not just about weight loss about drugs about any anything addiction wise or just a major life change people that um have just been scared to do something scared to to move forward in school scared to yeah uh, um to love again, to have a relationship, scared, so many different fears. And I think what it was, it's beyond weight, it's beyond even addiction. I think it was the breaking of shame off of people's life. Because when Mm. you come out in the open about an area that is so, 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 uh, what's the word, that is so um, private, and the devil likes to to kick our tails behind closed doors. That's when you're asleep, when you're all by yourself, when you're uh, at right. home, uh, alone, uh, all those thoughts that come into your head. And um, it just just mounds up to tons and tons of shame. And what happened was um, people that were in the closet with shame on their life and they would look at their life and then they would look at what the Bible was asking them to do or what um, their life circumstances were asking them to do, they had to kick shame off. So yeah, that was the biggest, biggest payoff overall. You know, last, um, one of our recent episodes, it was uh, episode 29 and you can go to uh, leadersandworship.com slash 029 and, uh, we were talking about, I was with um, Devin Webb and Mike Justice and started talking about isolation. And when you go into isolation, then the next step after isolation is comparison. And so, you know, sometimes we can withdraw. And then after the, after we withdraw, then we're looking out at all the other things that people are doing and not stepping up to the plate. And... Um, and even after the comparison, um, you you really quit. I guess one of the telltale signs, if you're listening and you're here, if you find yourself in a place that you just want to quit, that's not a good place to be. You really need to reach right. out to somebody, you know, because you go through the comparison and you still got a couple more steps to go after the comparison thing because uh, when you lose hope, I mean, that's there's really not much left. Um, so um, find somebody. Find somebody that you can say, I need help. Will you love me through it? And that's, that's one of the things that we have. Um, people are leaving the ministry at an alarming rate every month, that they're leaving the ministry for various reasons. Yeah. Um, but I think there are a lot of people that find themselves in situations where they feel they don't have anyone to reach out to or they they don't have connections with this podcast uh, we are about equipping connecting and developing that connection is vital that we have connection with people outside of our surroundings and the world that we live in day in and day out in the church where you don't have to just be you know Pastor so and so, or drop the title. Where you have all of this responsibility, you can just be yourself, and that's one of the the things that I appreciate about our relationship. That we can just hang out, and I don't have to be anybody, anybody else. any title. 
when we just recently did that conference down in Miami, uh, Fort Lauderdale, we got to hang out and just be ourselves. And yeah. um, it just was awesome to have a friend. And, you know, when I'm walking yeah. through difficult times and you're walking through difficult times, to have a friend that you can not have to worry about the repercussions and you can just spill your heart out and yeah. know that it's in a safe place. So it's necessary yeah. without burnout. Maybe if you're facing something today and, and you're listening, um, I encourage you to go to leadersinworship.com and send us an email if you are struggling with some things that you're trying to make it through and you're thinking, man, I can't even, uh, I can't even know what to do next, please go and please contact us. Uh, you can contact me directly uh, by just emailing matt at leadersandworship.com. And, uh, but you can go to our website and there's a contact form right there that you can send us an email and we would be glad to at least try and walk you through the process that uh, that you are going through and we want to see you succeed we want to see you successful in ministry and we want to see you go through ministry for the long haul not to just run a 50-yard sprint and then burn out but to be able to do this over the long haul and that's that's why we're here What a powerful testimony to hear Josh tell his story of how God was speaking to his life and then say, I'm not going to die this way. In the show notes today, you'll find, and by going to our website, a YouTube link to his video the day before his surgery. And he opened up and shared with the world Here's where I'm at, and here's what's going on. Here's what God has spoke to my life. This is an amazing video, and the first time when I saw it, um, I was so proud of Josh and so excited for what God had for him and what he was going to do. And now looking back one year later, man, it is amazing to see. And so you will want to see that video. Just go to leadersinworship.com slash 030, and that will get you to our show notes, and uh, you can watch that video there. I want to share just four steps for change uh, following this topic today and the conversation with Josh, just four simple things. You know, if you're listening to someone and they're just constantly talking and they never give you an opportunity to say something back or to respond to anything, it can get kind of frustrating to carry on a conversation. But I found that many times with God, we operate in that manner. We go to prayer and we spend so much time just sharing the requests, the needs, the petitions that we have for God. God, can you help me out in this? God, I need you to do this. But it is important and really vital for us to just be silent. His word says, be still and know that I am God. The importance of just spending time with him 
without saying anything. The first thing in a step for change, take time to listen to what God is saying. If we're always doing the talking, it's going to be hard for us to ever hear what he has to say to us and speak into our life for the future. The second thing is you have to start somewhere. You have to listen to what God is saying. And secondly, you just have to start somewhere. Take action, whatever it is. Do you find yourself, as Dave Ramsey says, being sick and tired of being sick and tired? It is time to take action in your life. You know the things that God might be speaking to you, either in your ministry, for your family, for your home, for your kids, for your your spouse, whatever it is, you have to start somewhere and just get going. Take action. The third thing, get some accountability in your life. We can try and put on the pretty ministry face and make everybody else feel like everything is perfect in our lives. Meanwhile, things are crumbling all around us because we have no one to speak into our life, to share wisdom, to share just that it's going to be okay. Have someone that would listen to you when you're needing to share and say, this is on my heart. Get some accountability that when God speaks something to you, then you take action. Next, you need to have accountability. Have people around you that love you, not for your title, not for who you are or what you can do for them, but people that love you and are concerned about seeing you succeed. That's who you want around you, and they will speak the truth and be honest with you. So we need to take time to listen to what God is saying. We need to start somewhere. Just take some action. Third, you need to have accountability in your life. And the fourth thing is to follow through. You know, there's always going to be things that either cause us to stumble or get sidetracked and get a little bit off focus. But if we take time, whether it's daily, weekly, and readjust our goals, look at them, focus, and if you have people around you that can speak into your life, then you can follow through. You might stumble, you might get off course, but being able to just go back to square one and say, okay, this is what God has called me to do, and I'm going to do it. I'm tired of not seeing some of these dreams realized in my ministry, in my family, for my kids, and so I am going to start and I'm going to follow through with this plan of action. So if you want to see change happen in your life, listen to what God's saying, start somewhere, get accountability, and then follow through with it, and you will see those things happen in your life. While Josh and I were sharing during this interview and then when we finished, we just continued to talk about some things that God was putting on our heart for this time and this season. And the reason why I started Leaders in Worship was to equip, connect, and develop Leaders in Worship ministry, to provide a method for mentoring or provide direction and encouragement and support for what you are doing as a worship leader or one who is involved in worship ministry. 
So after we were talking and sharing the need for having accountability and mentoring in your life, what I have decided to do is if you go to our show notes today at leadersinworship.com, you will find a link for mentoring. Or you can go directly to leadersinworship.com forward slash mentoring. And I'm putting this together now. It's in the beginning stages. But if you are needing some mentoring in your life, you know that there are some things that you need to do to go to the next level. You can go today to leadersinworship.com forward slash mentoring. There's a form there. You can sign up, leave your information, and if you are interested in mentoring, either having a mentor or you've been involved in worship ministry for a season and uh, you want to be a mentor to someone else, uh, you can go there, fill out this form with your information. We will be contacting you and just sharing some things that we're going to be providing in the near future. We also have a worship leader mastermind class for coaching worship leaders, and that's going to be a six-week program. We only have a limited number of spaces available for this program. It's going to be six weeks, and uh, there's some weekly commitments that you will have, but we have space for about seven worship leaders to get into this program, our first one, and that's going to be happening in just the next couple of months. So if you are interested, I encourage you, go to leadersinworship.com slash mentoring, sign up there, and then we will be in contact with you with some upcoming programs that we have to help you get to the next level in your ministry, in your church, and in your family. We want to see you succeed. We want to see you realize the dreams that God has for you. Well, I want to thank... Pastor Josh Wesley for being with us, and I hope you have enjoyed this today. We'd love to hear your comments. I encourage you to connect with him. He is a great worship pastor doing some incredible things. You can connect with him, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the links are in the show notes, and I encourage you to connect with him. You'll be hearing more from Josh Wesley uh, in the near future. We have the second half of that interview that we'll be playing very soon. And so I encourage you to stay in tune with what's going on. Hey, would you share this with a friend, this resource? Uh, You can share it on Facebook. Uh, You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash leaders in worship. You'll find all the information in our show notes. Well, God bless you. I hope that you have a phenomenal week of ministry. God bless. I got called back, y'all. I passed the audition. <laughs>